Welcome to Impacting Jamaica, where we shine the spotlight on the many but often ignored positive happenings, activities, projects and investments at every level across every sector to inspire, motivate and excite people everywhere. Impacting Jamaica is powered by the Philip and Christine Gore Family Foundation, the Jamaica Public Service Company, Manpower and Maintenance Services Limited, Red Stripe, Kyramed and Proven Investments Limited. I am Luke Douglas and this is another episode of Impact in Jamaica. Now we know that our listeners in the diaspora in particular are very interested in the subject of real estate and today we have a very experienced real estate professional with us. Her name is Ruth Fraser and she is the realtor from Stroll Property Services here in Kingston, Jamaica. Thank you for joining me on Impacting Jamaica, Ruth. You're very welcome and thank you for inviting me. I am very honored to, you know, help someone to make the right choices in buying real estate and feeling that there's someone they can come to. They can come to us as realtors and we can um, try and give them the best advice and direct directives that we can. Indeed, Ruth. So tell me a little bit about yourself and your journey into real estate. I have been in the real estate business 22 years and September coming over 23 years and it has been a very satisfactory experience. It has been very, I've really enjoyed it. I do enjoy sales and real estate sales is particularly um, rewarding and um, exciting and I love meeting new people. And placing people in homes. So um, do you focus mostly on home ownership or you're into commercial real estate or is it all types? I mean I'm into all types because what I want to do is to offer a rounded service. So if someone wants um, real, um, residential, commercial, whatever, as long as we can find what they're looking for, we, look, we aim to provide the service and to get them into what they're looking for. I'm sure our listeners, especially those in the diaspora, want to know the answers to certain questions. What are some of the common errors that persons overseas in particular make when um, purchasing real estate? Some of the very common ones are relying on relatives to make the decision for them. That's a very big factor and it has caused a number of um, issues in terms of people being disenfranchised by their own relatives because they um, trusted their relative to, to do the transaction for them. Hmm. When you say trusted their relatives, <coughs> say a little bit more about that. Not everybody is good at handling money. Mm -hmm. you know, these people go away and they work very hard and they amass these funds and they want to return to Jamaica. They want, they want to return to the sunshine, the fresh fruits, the quality of life, which is here, which is different here than say in the UK or Canada or the USA. Mm -hmm. No, they, 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 instead of entrusting, and I would suggest uh, very strongly that they entrust the, someone in the legal field. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that there aren't bad eggs in the legal field, but they're very few and far between because our country has taken very drastic steps and sent very clear messages to legally um, 
qualified right. people right. that strict sanctions will be taken for, for breaches. Mm -hmm. So there are a number, there are a number of very good attorneys who can carry through their transactions. So when they send the money to a cousin, a brother, a sister, and trust those persons to go and look for what they want, part of that problem is that money is just out there. There's no there's no paper trail for that money in terms of whether the person really invests, really does go look for a property or just squanders that money or uses that money for something else. Mm -hmm. So it is important if they're going to do this business that they speak with a, a, a qualified attorney, a conveyancing attorney preferably, and that person now would direct them. Now where the relatives can come in yes. is if they have a trusted relative or friend who knows their taste in real estate, that person can look at the property, select the property, but the funds need to be channeled through the legal system, through an attorney who is, as I said, preferably a convincing attorney to get the process going. Right. From your experience um, in real estate, what are some of the things that a buyer should have in place in order to make a purchase in real estate? First of all, the buyer needs to consider his or her ability to afford what they're looking for. Mm -hmm. They also need to think about the location they want to live in. Yes. It's a tendency of a lot of um, returning residents to go back to where they grew up, where they were born. However, I would advise that they keep in mind that the atmosphere in Jamaica is different from 50 years ago. Yes. It's completely different. Even, even 20 years ago. Even 20 mm -hmm. years ago, thank you. So they need mm -hmm. to look at that factor. Am I returning? Because the nostalgia of it is what makes them want to go back to that. But they need to look at the practicality of it. How has that community changed right. from when they last lived there? So that's a factor to consider. So affordability, where you want to live and why. Because they're looking for peace of mind. Yes. So I would advise them as much as possible to look at smaller properties instead of building come and building a five or six bedroom three level home and they're not able to maneuver because of health issues then look at maybe a two level house yes if you don't want to have a single level house look at the kind of people who live in the community and this they can do again through a trusted friend and even some attorneys will call a real, real estate person. I've been called by, by attorneys who say to me, I have a client who is in the UK or is in Canada and they, this is what they're looking for. This is what they're able to afford. Look for something for the, like this for me. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't cost them. Also, as it relates to the physicality of what they need, they must have a TRN. The source of funds have to be verified because of fraudulent activity and money laundering rules, anti-money mm -hmm. laundering rules. Yes. So if, they, if, if they're off the age to get a mortgage, we're going to need to see um, pre-approval. If they have lived overseas and have maintained their relationship with the National Housing Trust, can they get a benefit from them? Right. And the maximum, the National Housing Trust offers is $6.5 million mm -hmm. you know, for one person. That's basically what they need to get that process going. So Ruth, um, we were talking about um, persons who may want to go back to their community where they grew up and then some may also may be considering should they buy a completed house or, or apartment or should they build from scratch. What's your advice on this? It is 
in my view and my experience, always easier to buy an established home, whether it needs refurbishing or it's in a moving condition. If it needs refurbishing, it's less stress to get it to where you want it. When you're building from scratch, again, as it relates to finding somebody um, who is reliable and confident and trustworthy, one again has to do their homework. And there are attorneys who can refer people to people in construction who are, you know, trustworthy. But you go and you ask your brother or your sister and they tell you about a little man around the corner who built this house and that house who has no, um, doesn't have a wealth of experience in doing that. Right. So my suggestion would be for them to look at buying a house that is at least partly established, whether it's, um, it's in a state of disrepair and needs some repair, whether depending on the degree of opinion. Our house that's in moving condition, but starting from scratch is difficult if you're not around. Yes, I tell you, it's, it's difficult when you are around, much less when Absolutely. you are, when you're not around. That's one of the major issues in Jamaica, of course, is um, security. Don't know if you want to um, elaborate on that. The, 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 the atmosphere in Jamaica is different from probably where they're coming from. And we have a number of gated properties, not just in the in the urban area, but in the rural areas as well. We have a number of gated properties, which would provide them with more safety and peace of mind. And they are effective in terms of attending to certain security needs that, that one would have without them having to take this on, on a full-scale basis. You go into a property, it has cameras, it has alarms, and you have all that security system. So I would guide them. I would steer them towards a gated property. And if not gated, a community that at least has a very low level of crime. Now, Ruth, um, talking about the current um, real estate market in 2022, as hopefully we are coming out of this pandemic, yes. and looking across Jamaica right now, where would you say, which parishes, which communities would you say have the really hot properties for our returning residents at this time? Apart from Kingston and St. Andrew, which is always hot, mm -hmm. there's um, Mandeville, Manchester. Yes. Yes. There, there's St. Elizabeth, which is on the uptick. Oh. Um, there's parts of Montego Bay, mm -hmm. Trelawney, Hanover, St. Anne. Portland is a little laid back and quiet, but people do love to retire there. Mm -hmm. Because the crime rate is low there, and it's such a beautiful parish. Yes. Yeah. So, frankly, the entire Jamaica, there are places to avoid. Oh, absolutely. Yes, but certainly there are many parts of the country which can... are pretty safe. Yes. And with the necessary precautions, yes. certainly they are ideal for retirement. And now, a word from our sponsors. We want to help you mark every milestone. Celebrate the joy of living. Cheers to the best in life. Drink and live responsibly. A message from Red Stripe, part of the Heineken Company. Searching for a one-stop solution to all your facilities maintenance needs? Visit Manpower Maintenance Services Sales and Distribution Center. We stock a wide range of COVID-19 washroom, cleaning and other supplies, gardening tools, chemicals, and more. Our experts are always ready to give you the best advice. Manpower Maintenance Services Sales and Distribution Center, 14 Collins Green Avenue, Kingston, Freeport Commercial Center, Montego Bay, and 33 Ward Avenue, Mandeville. Visit or call us today, 876-920-47215.
Welcome back to our podcast. So Ruth, there are some differences in the real estate process in Jamaica when compared to countries like the United States and the UK and so on. Let's talk a little bit about some of those differences and the length of the process to from the start to the completion of the sale. All right, the process here is definitely, definitely different from, say, what happens in the United States. Our system is based on the United Kingdom system. Our titles are freehold. Therefore, someone comes, they want to buy a property, the process starts with them looking at the property, expressing an interest, making an offer. In making an offer, the offer needs to be presented with certain information. Your TRN number, so if you do not have a TRN number, um, which is a tax registration number, which we use for all transactions or business transactions in Jamaica, you can apply online. That will take approximately one month online to get that. Whilst that is being applied for, the process can still start in terms of the sale agreement, but when it gets to signing, we would need to have the TRN prior to signing. So you get your chair and you make your offer, the offer is accepted. Then you now go to lawyer to lawyer, both lawyers. We, we have different lawyers, we use a different lawyer for the purchaser and for the vendor. And good reason, because um, where would the, per- the lawyer's fiduciary responsibility fall if, there's an, if an issue comes up and, and they're representing purchaser and buyer? Right. So it is definitely suggested that different attorneys are used for each party. Purchaser and buyer. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. The sale agreement is, is, is prepared by the vendor's attorney, that's the person selling, sent to the purchaser's attorney, vetted, and there is a cost for the preparation of the sale agreement, which is decided by the vendor's attorney. That cost ranges anywhere from 80,000 Jamaican dollars to 100,000 Jamaican dollars, and that amount is shared equally between purchaser and vendor. And this amount attracts, like some other parts of the sale, general consumption, consumption tax, GCT. which is GCT. Mm-hmm. And at present, it is 15% of the price of the property. Yes. So the, the purchaser would need to arrange their retainer or whatever with their attorney. And at the point of signing the sale agreement, a deposit is made. Now, at present, based on the cost to transfer a property, 5% can work although most attorneys prefer to work with 10% to give them a little leverage. But 5% can work to cover the costs. Mm-hmm. Um, so on signing, they pay the 5 or 10%. Now, if they pay 5%, then there has to be proof to show where the other 95% is coming from. Yes. So if, if it is that they have a pre-approval letter for 90%, then 10% would definitely need to be the deposit. They pay the, the half cost for the sale agreement, and they pay the retainer for the attorney if, they, if that had not been done before. And the mortgage, the whole process, going to stamp office, getting other documents, coming back if there's a mortgage or if it's a cash sale, will take roughly three to four months. I mean, in some cases, five months because yes. are, because of the, 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 the organizations involved, the, the stamp office, the um, mortgage office, if, there's, if it's a mortgage, mm-hmm. They um they goes to the stamp office t- twice mm-hmm. and then the titles office, office yes. and then the, and if you're using national housing trust that can also be applied. So if one is applying for a mortgage and is um, contributing to the national housing trust and has never gotten a benefit, that benefit can be applied for. Mm-hmm. And as I said previously, the maximum that the housing trust will lend 
is 6.5 million 6.5 million and per contribution right and yes. the maximum they charge is 4% interest that's right we do find that in uh, since covid there has been a delay in some of these processes Absolutely. at some of these government offices, the stamp office, titles office, they have been challenged, I should Very say, challenged, because yes. of staff issues, yes. um, illnesses, deaths. illness, yes. So buyers will have to exercise a little patience. So Ruth, we would like to talk a, a little bit about supply and demand mm -hmm. in the real estate market. What is it looking like right now? And also we see that the landscape is changing where there are more high-rise buildings going Absolutely. up, especially in Kingston. Yes. All right. The demand, supply and demand, we have quite a bit of demand the last. It's as if COVID has brought a new level of awareness for housing mm -hmm. to persons in our country and even more so to people in the diaspora. Yes. People have been calling more, and they're closing more deals. They want to secure a place in Jamaica because they feel things may happen in where they are now, where they're domiciled now, and it, it, it's not home. So this, right. Jamaica is home. Yes. So they're there, and they, it provides them a job to take care of their children and schooling and so on. They're more organized because they're developed countries. We're a developing country. However, they feel, they feel I must get a piece of the rock. I must get something so the demand has really increased yes people who are laid off are going into their own businesses and there's a huge demand for both gated and other properties which aren't gated Indeed. as it relates to the to the landscape that has changed drastically where now it's, it's it's normal to look in an air and see three four buildings rising seven eight nine floors right and people are still buying into that companies buy into that for their pension schemes and individuals buy into it for investment airbnb is is an option which some people invest in mm -hmm. but however please be cautioned that some complexes are putting into their strata their strata rules that they will not allow air airbnb, airbnb. Yes. yes so one has to consider that if one is inclined to invest in that in the business for that purpose, right. they need to be careful that that is not a stratal um, restriction. As it relates to this restrictive covenants, yes. when the developer applies to NEPO for permission, when they mm -hmm. start the process, those restrictive covenants, covenants will be looked at in relation to what's already, what exists in that location. And based on what ex um, exists in that location, the number of livable rooms per acre, etc., etc., they will now say, you can do this or you can't do that. When it comes to what can happen within the complex when the development is finished, that is controlled by the Strata Corporation, which yes. falls on our real estate board. Right. So it's important to know these things it's when you're absolutely purchasing. Absolutely, yes. Yes, the rules, the Strata rules. The Strata rules, absolutely. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Anything else you'd like to add to our, our little talk today, Ruth, uh, to our residents abroad and even those in Jamaica? I have lived there all my life, and, and, and yes, we have issues, we have problems, but it's still a beautiful place to live. The people, the food. But I would say to people when you're coming, just follow certain precautions, use the right channels, don't um, try to do it yourself to a relative who has little or no experience, and um, come experience some of life in Jamaica. 
get into a gated community or get in an area where it's safe, don't necessarily look to go back to where you're coming from unless you can establish that the atmosphere is such that would not put you at risk. That's great advice. Ruth Fraser uh, from Stroll Property Services here at 17 Lindsay Crescent in Kingston. And uh, thanks again for your time and your Very advice uh, in the real estate business. So for our listeners, certainly you can look up Ruth or another experienced uh, real estate professional in your search for property here in Jamaica. This has been another episode of Impacting Jamaica. Thank you for listening. Impacting Jamaica is powered by the Philip and Christine Gore Family Foundation. Manpower and Maintenance Services Limited, the Jamaica Public Service Company, Red Stripe, Kyramed, and Proven Investments Limited. If you or anyone you know is involved with projects and activities that excite, motivate, and encourage, send us an email to impactingjamaica at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Do join us again for another in the series on Google Podcast, Audible, Spotify, Podcast Addict and Stitcher. You can also visit us at impactingjamaica.com.